You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your dryologist. And today I have a very special episode. One, it's my birthday. Well, the day this goes live, it is February 10th. I've always been someone who's been excited about my birthday. I don't necessarily like plan big celebrations, but I'm always excited. I don't mind turning older. I just like the idea of a birthday. (laughs) And on this year's birthday, I am super excited because I am finally announcing that my first book, F the Shoulds, do the once is officially available to pre-order in like all over y'all all over is it on amazon yes is it on target yes is it on walmart yes is it in indie bound and books a million where you can find local bookstores and order it from them yes I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm going to talk to you about the book, but what I think is super fun that I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to read you the introduction for the book. So the introduction sets you up for why am I writing this book? So I figured that would be an amazing thing to share with you all. So I'm going to read that. I'm so excited. I'm just obviously so excited. Jason Mraz has written the foreword. So that goes first. And every time I page to open the book, I get confused because I think I'm about to read my introduction and it's his foreword. (laughs) But I'm super grateful that he did that. Oh, maybe maybe in another episode I can read his foreword or even see if I can get him to read his foreword to be determined. And next week, I actually get to go to into a recording studio and record the audio book. Super exciting for me. It feels even more special because my first career was as a sound engineer. And even I didn't do much recording, but I did have to take recording classes and stuff in college. Yeah, I went to college, (laughs) mainly just because my parents wanted me to get a degree. And then I happened to find, oh, look, the school actually has a program. Um, But yeah, I don't know. And I've been in so many recording studios as I was there supporting the artist. So like to be the talent recording in the recording studio behind my microphone feels really special. Okay, so this book, F the Shoulds, Do the Once. Subtitle is Get Clear on Who You Are, What You Want, and Why You Want It. I'm really proud of it. You all, um, well... I guess just get into the introduction because I'm going to tell you about how I came to write the book, (laughs) but that's basically what the introduction is. So here we go. I had a generally good childhood, basic, Midwestern, suburban. My parents worked hard to provide for us so that we could have the things they thought we should have. We lived in a split-level, three-bedroom home with a big yard and a pool. My dad leased a brand new Infinity when they first came out, even though we probably couldn't afford it, because he wanted to look a certain way to the outside world and himself. 
My mom was a nurse who took on extra jobs like collecting plasma at night after her day shift at the surgery center so that we could have Nike sneakers, bike Barbies, cable TV, and take vacations. We had everything that we needed, really more than we needed. Yet it always felt like we were struggling, like we were stuck behind some invisible not enough gate. It felt like there was this pressure that we should have more, that we should be more, that we didn't have enough, that we weren't enough. In school, I was very aware of the desire to fit in. I felt it and noticed it in others, this hesitation before naming your favorite show, song, and more. We were afraid of saying the wrong thing and being made fun of. It was as if we needed approval on what we should like, want, be. I saw all the teasing and the nonsensical reasons that kids chose to pick on others and exclude them. I felt the inner battle of, should I raise my hand and speak up? Or is that not cool to participate? Will people think that I'm smart or a goody two-shoes if I raise my hand? I shouldn't be seen talking to Kim because Katie says she's a nerd. So I don't want everyone to think that I'm a nerd to be made fun of too. But I like Kim. She's funny. I should have a boyfriend. Then people will think of me as cool, interesting, and worthy of hanging out with. Why don't boys like me? What can I do to make boys like me? Ugh, everything felt so hard and confusing. I was so fed up with navigating what I should and should not do, never feeling like I was making the right choices, and always look around to see if I had. Do you like me? Is what I'm wearing good enough? Is what I said funny? I was always searching for the validation that I was worthy, that I was cool enough, smart enough, interesting enough, attractive enough, and on and on. I would get a taste of it, they like me, and then feel like I was chasing their approval all over again. That is what happens when you are always looking outside of yourself for validation. You will always be chasing it, no matter how much you get. By the time I reached 15 years old, 15 years old I was miserable. Even though I had loads of friends, got good grades without trying too hard, and could be labeled as popular. Externally, I had a lot, but I felt so alone misunderstood, like no one truly cared about me, knew me, or saw the real me. I wanted both to fit in and stand out. I was self-confident, yet always looking outside of myself for confirmation that what I was doing and saying was acceptable, that who I was was acceptable. I wanted to feel accepted. I wanted to feel admired. I wanted to feel seen. I wanted to feel loved. And no matter what I did, it never felt like I was enough. Life felt overwhelming to me, and I just didn't understand the point of living this way with all of these made-up rules of what we should look like, act like, what music we should like, what trends we should follow, what career paths we should take, etc. Especially when I rarely saw adults who were truly enjoying and living their lives instead of just going through the motions. I mean, what was the freaking point of being alive just to play follow the leader while always comparing yourself to others, feeling terrible about yourself, and worrying that you weren't doing it right, whatever it was? I also happened to have undiagnosed chronic pain, exhaustion, and digestion issues, which would later be diagnosed as fibromyalgia. 
There was a benefit to living with all these physical challenges, though. I believe they gave me a greater bullshit detector. I was in so much physical pain that I could not also handle the daily emotional pain we as humans create for ourselves. One day, I had a complete breakdown, a locked-in-the-bathroom all-day, drawing-on-the-mirror-and-red-lipstick kind of breakdown, during which I gave myself two choices. I could go through with my plan to end my life by taking all of my dad's sleeping medication, or I could try life a different way. What if I fully chose to live my life? What if instead of putting so much attention on what other people thought of me, I put my attention on what I thought about me? What if I did what I wanted, what felt best to me, and might my own opinion be the most important one in my mind and in my heart? What if I focused more energy on accepting myself and less energy looking for others to accept me. It was a wake-up call that showed me that while I couldn't do much about the physical pain, I could do something about the emotional pain that I was living in and creating for myself. My physical pain was a real burden, but I was also carrying so much weight from the relentless craving to be accepted I saw that I wasn't fully allowing myself to be myself, to honor myself, and to actually share my true self with others. In that moment, I chose to live. I remember turning on the water as hot as it would go and sobbing in the shower until there were no more tears to shed and my skin had turned red. I don't recommend this, and I don't know how I did it. It wasn't a plan. It just happened. Something transpired in that shower. It was like I was burning away all the heaviness of worrying about other people's thoughts, opinions, and judgments. I was setting myself free. That day, that choice was monumental. From then on, I leaned into what I now know was my intuition. I did, said, and wore what felt right and true to me, regardless of the fear of being judged by others. I committed to myself. I committed to listening to myself and trusting myself over what anyone else thought, including my parents, my friends, my counselors, my teachers, the cool kids, anyone and everyone. I stood up for myself and others and believed that I was capable of making my dreams come true, even if I didn't know how, because I wanted to live my life. I did me even when it felt like no one else supported me or saw me. It wasn't easy. It still isn't. But I knew that day in the shower that I wasn't just making a choice for that moment, but it would take me recommitting to myself and to living my life daily. So you see, I am the last person that I would have labeled as someone who lived a life of shoulds. If you had asked family members, coworkers, and friends, they would have said the same. Trisha? She does what she wants. She lives her life, her way, all the way. I did. I have lived a freaking awesome life. I did not think that I lived a life run by shoulds, and you may think that you don't either. But later in life, we will get to that story next. When I decided to completely ban that one word from my life, I couldn't have predicted the impact that it would have on me. 
I had no clue how much would be revealed to me and how truly transformational the journey would still be to this day just by removing that one word from my vocabulary. And this is what I want for you too. I'm going to guide you to uncover and kick the effing shoulds out of your life for good so that you can actually live a life that is true to you. So that every day you can claim your worth, your joy, your life. I will prove to you that this is not a selfish pursuit and that living your wants is not only for your best, but for the best of everyone you come into contact with. In this book, we are going to go deep because that is what the shoulds do. They dig into us so deeply that we don't even know that they are there. The first question I want you to consider is, are your wants actually your own? Or have you been influenced to believe you should want them? Oh, I'm going to read that one more time. Are your wants actually your own? Or have you been influenced to believe you should want them? We are going to find that out and so much more. Let's dive in. Da, 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 da. So that is the introduction to F the shoulds, do the ones. I'm so excited. It's a 16 chapter book. Um, it's kind of like part memoir. It, I'm so excited because I got to write the book exactly how I wanted to, which you might be like, well, that sounds normal. But I've, I've heard some, some other people having some issues where, um, you know, they try to mold it into something else. And even when I was like selling this book, there were some other publishers interested, but they wanted me to write it in a different way. And I was very committed to me sharing my personal stories while I'm also giving you tools and teaching you how to find this awareness in your own life. Um, and I'm just so excited. There's so many like deeply personal stories that even like friends of mine <laughs> who've already read parts of the book have been like, oh, wow. I mean, like, I know I know you. And um, but like, wow, like, you know, people say that it's written like you're talking to your best friend. Um, and yeah, I've always sort of been that honest and open um, in my writing, when I first started a blog, it was writing this exact way where I would like share a story from my day and then share like, well, what I saw and like give you a sort of like teaching moment. Um, and so the book is very much that way. And I just, I'm so excited to have been able to tell these stories. Some of them, you know, they are a little bit like, Ooh, I'm telling that story. Um, but I feel good about it because I think that, of course, our lives and our journeys are so different. And so even if you're not like haven't had an exact experience that I'm sharing you that just like from me being so honest about a story, a life experience that you can probably see it and, you know, see more into your own life or find that same awareness that I had in my life experience and apply it to somehow in your life. Um, so... The book doesn't officially come out until May 10th. I get that that is three months away. So you might be thinking, oh, I have plenty of time to order it. <laughs> and you do. But 
pre-orders are super important and especially for a first-time author. Um, they show the publisher and also booksellers that people are actually interested in this book. There are so many books that come out every week, which is amazing and incredible. And so they don't know how many books to order. So, you know, you can pre-order online and they'll have it, but um, maybe not. So that's the thing. If they don't have enough stock, then they might not have it. And that's happened. I've seen in some past people in the year that like these people all of a sudden, you know, get incredible book sales, but then the stores didn't sell it. So even though they, the, the stores didn't stock it. So then it's not available and then it takes like months to get it printed and all of that. So buy now <laughs> so that you can support me and tell these booksellers like, yeah, we want this book. We're interested in it. So then that also will affect what they actually carry in store because it's, you know, it's a lot easier to carry things online. But I mean, just of course, it's like such, a, I'm so excited to get this book out in the world. Um, I definitely would love to have that experience of walking into a store and seeing it on a physical shelf. Um, and But also then the access that gives to people, if people are buying it online, then they're generally seeking it out. But if it's in a store, then people are going to walk by and see, hmm, F the shoulds, do the once. What's that all about? So the ripple effect that we all can create out in the world by if you order it because you know you want it, then go ahead and pre-order it, then that might affect it sitting on a shelf in a store where somebody can walk by it and then be like, what is this? So you contribute to that happening, the fact that some stranger somewhere in the country could end up finding this book on a shelf in a store because your pre-orders contributed to the bookseller being like, oh, okay, it looks like people are interested in this book. So let's carry it in store and see how it does. So really, you know, it's easy to think like, oh, I'm just one person. I don't make a difference. You do make a difference. So please pre-order now. And to reward you for pre-ordering, I've got some bonuses for you. The most exciting one, I think, is that only the people that pre-order will get a free ticket to the live book release party workshop. And so this is going to happen a week after the book release comes out, Tuesday, May 17th. Uh... It will be recorded. Again, you will only have access to it if you have pre-ordered. So it's going to start with my good friend Robin Euclid and I. We're going to have a little chat. And then she's also going to lead a guided grounding session, which is like this, like her version, well, one of her many versions of meditation. And I actually mentioned Robin in the book um, talking about like, you know, how to make something work for you and how, you know... I've seen she'll like lead meditations with like fish music or electronic music or you meditate on the subway and just like sometimes we cannot do these things that we want to do because we just see it one way and it feels too hard. So how to make your want work for you. And I think that Robin and her meditations are such a great example of that. So I'm going to have her start the night with a guided grounded session and a conversation. And then I'm going to lead you through a little unshooting yourself workshop to start to be aware of where you might be like unconsciously living through shoulds and to become more aware of what are your wants. And then we are closing out the party 
with a conversation and a mini concert from my good friend who wrote the foreword, Jason Mraz. Again, you can only get access to this party if you pre-order. So that's just one of the awesome bonuses. Also, my amazing friend, Jessica Ortner, she is the co-founder of The Tapping Solution, and she's also, by the way, a New York Times bestselling author. She has created an exclusive EFT tapping meditation that you can only get access to if you pre-order. So tapping is, you know, they're using points on your body that you tap on and then you say these things and they help you to really work through things and not just in your mind but it balances your nervous system I've had both Jessica and her brother Nick on the podcast I will link to their podcast episodes go check out the tapping solution app it's really amazing life-changing, you know, like I'm a big proponent of affirmations and this is just a next level. It's easy to say something and want to believe it, but when you do it with the tapping, it really creates a shift in your nervous system as well. So Jessica has created a special tapping meditation. This one is coming. So you will get it by the time the book comes out May 10th. Um, um, she is in the process of fine-tuning that for us as she's creating the specific one to help shift from the shoulds that you're feeling and fighting so that you can gain access and be grounded to your true wants. Super awesome. And then you will get immediate access to my bonus five-part video series where I am taking you through topics in the book. So these are topics that will be in the book but you don't need the book to get through them. So there's some five major ones. One is helping yourself figure out if it's a should or a want. The second one is shifting a should into a want. The third one is how to prioritize your wants because it's easy to have a want, but not still actually make do do the want. <laughs> the fourth one is being a yes to you, which means like learning how to create boundaries and saying no. And the fifth one is forgiving yourself and moving through the should haves. So five-part video series that does touch on content in the book. But so this is even after the book is in your hands. When If you might be struggling with one of these, you can come back and watch the video again and help yourself like give yourself more space to move through it. But again, you get immediate access to these. So they are standalone you can, you know, in support of the book, but you will be able to activate these yourself uh, immediately. So those are the three exclusive bonuses that you can only get from pre-ordering the book. Again, it is available, I think, anywhere you buy books. <laughs> um, you pre-order it now, and then you just take your receipt number, and there will be a link to enter it, and then you'll be put on like the a list to get access to the bonus. So you can go to ftheshouldsdothewants.com and that's where the full pre-order page will be. BTW, I'm having some pe- awesome people build this page out for me and um, 
I was a little last minute with hiring them. So I am launching it on my birthday, regardless if the beautiful page they're creating for me is ready or not. (laughs) But there will be something there (laughs) when this goes live. So to direct you to buying it and then entering your information, there just might be a shinier, fancier page coming a little bit later. So go to ftheshouldsdothewants.com. Order it for yourself. Order it for loved ones. we got a couple months before it comes out. I'm going to be sharing so much more about the book. And, and if I were, I don't plan to give any more bonuses, but there might be. But if I were to add more bonuses later, it of course, you would get them. So whether you ordered today and then like two weeks before the book comes out, I'm like, okay, and buy the book now and you get this bonus too. Everybody will get all of the bonuses as long as you pre-order now. So there's no reason to wait or hesitate. I don't really think that I would add more bonuses, but just putting that out there in case you're like, well, what if she releases more? I'll wait. Thank you so much for your love, for your support over the years in the different ways. Again, like... So many of you have wanted to work with me and do a coaching program one-on-one or in a group and you don't have the budget for it and I totally understand it. This is a paperback book, okay? So you can afford it and it is like poured myself into it and I'm so excited to have all of these things that I've said for years now in this book for you to have and for me to be like, if somebody's like, oh, I'm struggling with this. And I'll be like, go to chapter nine. So please don't hesitate. Go pre-order your book. Order it for your friends. Tell your friends about it. I am just so excited for this book to get out into the world and just hoping that honestly, even, you know, even that my introduction reading today might have you thinking differently and looking at, oh, hmm, where could the shoulds be affecting me? All right. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) Go for my birthday. Go pre-order the book.